Good morning. It's Stacey Holt from Real Estate Excellence. Thank you for joining me for this podcast. Now, today is the 5th of May, 2023, and I've just sent an email out to our free industry mailing list, and I'm just going to cover some of it now as part of this podcast. Now, most, if not all of us know um, that stage two of tenancy law reform is under consultation now. This is a really critical stage and really important that not only you as career managers, property managers, licensees, etc., listening, but also your property owners and the lessors of Queensland are aware. So they um, can have an opportunity to have their say as part of this consultation process. Now, part of the email I've just sent is the options paper. Uh, I've previously done a podcast mentioning that it's only 36 pages long for what's in its most important, but take out um, the um, the cover page and back, etc. It's not that big at all, but it's really substantial. There's a lot in this and um, uh, people need to be aware, I think, um, and very passionate about advocacy in relation to people being aware of what's happening and what government is proposing on any matter, but particularly this matter now, and uh, that people have in a democracy their chance to have a say. Now, the consultation period runs until 5pm, the 29th of May, 2023. And what I just want to spend a few moments, which is what I've sent through on the um, in the industry free mailing list uh, this morning, and in the last 24 hours, I've shared a couple of these, um, not all of them, but shared a couple of these on my social media. So basically, part of, uh, and please, firstly, these are proposals for consultation for people to have their say. They're not law. We've got a a bit to go before we um, find that out, but it won't be too long after this, but it will be um, 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 before the next election, which is October 2024, but we'll deal with that later. So I just stress things I'm about to read as part of the consultation options paper are not law. It's proposals and it's for people to have their say on what you think about it. And by far, I must add, um, there's more in the paper than what I'm going to cover now, but you'll get my drift. So part of um, um, stage one, which we know uh, commenced October 1, 2022, so we're now talking about stage two, but part of stage one previously was to allow tenant to make minor changes without less or consent. So that's just a headline for now. Now, that was um, uh, not as not part of stage one, and it was carried over to now stage two. So part of it is renters must notify rental property owners of their intention to make a specified change at least 14 days before the change is made. Owners must inform the renter of their intention to seek a tribunal order to prevent the change from being made. And owners must apply to tribunal for the order within 28 days of notifying the tenant renter of their intention that they don't agree. And if they uh, fail to apply for the order, the tenant makes the change. So it's quite a bizarre. So basically, the tenants uh, give 14 days notice, basically, before a change is made. And the owners have got to actually take action and seek a tribunal order to prevent the change being made. So it's not a case of no. They've got to do tribunal order. Changes that do not require rental property owner permission, and they'll be in the regulations, installing hooks, nails, screws, Uh, planting vegetables, flowers, herbs, shrubs, if existing vegetation and plants um, do not need to be removed. Applying shatter-resistant film to window or glass doors. This is the tenant doing this. Or making changes that don't penetrate a surface 
or permanently modify a surface fixture or structure of the property. Now, the tenants must return the property to substantially the same way they found it. And basically, they'd be liable for any cost to repair any damage caused when installing or removing a change that they have made. So um, devil's in the detail, but there's a bit in that one. But um, it's basically part of the theme way back when, when we had um, the review in 2018, 2019. And the part of the government theme of that was the tenant's right to make a house a home. Uh, another one is limiting fee and charges. And in short, it re uh, would require would require a fee-free rent payment method to be provided to tenants, which we don't currently have. Tenants can only uh, be required to pay for excessive consumption charges above reasonable for a comparable household and limit break lease fees that can be charged and service costs. So basically, um, uh, that, that there's quite a bit in that one as well. And in that uh, is putting caps on how much a tenant can be charged if they breach the agreement ending early, break lease. And, uh, you know, such as if they had X amount of time to go, they only pay this amount. Uh, as, as a compensation. Um, again, the um, uh, owners must uh, part of this proposal and uh, the owner must send uh, utility bills, for example, water, if the tenant's responsible for paying within one month. We don't currently have any law like that. And basically they will not be liable if they're not, not given that, um, that bill within that prescribed time frame. So um, that's limiting fees and charges. Uh, then we've got information uh, about proposed changes about taking of photos. And basically owners and managers must ensure that any photos containing images of the tenant's personal possessions or standard of living taken during entry um, are secured safely and stored securely and all that sort of stuff. But also that um, the the tenant can dispute uh, the taking of photos under certain conditions. Another one that's going to be quite interesting of many that uh, we watch play out um, is part of what's proposed is uh, prohibiting tenants being forced to do online applications and tenants to be given a choice to do a hard copy like the old days, hard copy or email and cannot be required to use an online or third party platform. And another one is um, identification of a prospective tenant is that the tenant has the option of not giving us copies and to give us access to site original documentation of identification as opposed to copies that um, we've long held. Entry is another big one. There's a quite, um, there's a lot. I just can't stress enough um, how much um, in, in a short document, given again the 36 page minus uh, the 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 cover pages, how much is in here for consideration and review. But in this, um, basically, uh, under the heading of privacy, and basically, owners and managers must not interfere with tenants' reasonable peace, comfort and privacy, which we know and long have. But it goes on to say, by taking reasonable steps to ensure entry is only undertaken to complete necessary repairs or provide services, and we must accommodate tenants' re request to be present during an entry. Um, it also goes on in relation to domestic violence victims and the sensitivity and the importance, obviously, of their safety, of identification, 
um, in the taking of photos and videos. And um, this one's going to be interesting as well. Tenants must allow at least one physical general inspection to be carried out annually, but may request further inspections be carried out by virtual inspection only, video conferencing, or the tenant giving the managing party access to photos or videos that they take. There's longer uh, notice periods in relation to entry. Um, there's also proposed um, if the owner sells to give the tenant at least 14 days notice of their intention to sell before showing the property. And also another one that inspections can't be carried out more than once in a six month period and not before three months and tenant must be given 10 business days written notice of the entry. So I said just moments ago, the annual physical inspection, but any more than an annual physical, the tenant can go, no, um, it's by video conferencing, et cetera. And, um, but the first inspection can't be done before six months, um, or before three months, correction, three months. And um, you can't do inspections more than every six months. So there's a lot in it, and I've just tried to give you to the best I can at the moment um, on this podcast information to just alert you to the devils in the detail again. And we're seeing headlines, for example, uh, weeks ago when we first learnt that this is all happening and Stage 2 was released. The headlines that most of you have seen is priority issues for discussion. These priorities are installing modifications, making minor personalisation changes, balancing privacy and access, improving the rental bond process, fairer fees and charges. Now, seeing headlines like that um, and reading headlines like that, for most of us, we wouldn't be aware like anything but until we read the detail behind it. Um, again, I, I just can't stress enough how important it is to have your say and encourage your clients, particularly it's their law that we manage for them. And of course, we know it's critical that uh, we do all we can to keep them up to date and encourage them to also, of course, also have their say. Now, one of the things before I um, sign off for you is the, um, the, the bond process is basically putting the burden of invoices and proof that uh, when, uh, I'll, I'll just read part of it. Require bond claims and renters' liability to be proven. Amend the law to require owners or managers to prove their bond claims and tenants' liability and protect the tenants' interest in the bond refund. So basically, part of that um, reading from the proposal, remember the options paper? Owners could meet this requirement by providing copies of receipts or invoices, so no quotes, um, at this stage what it's saying. And basically that um, to prove the, the actual bond claim of what the tenant has failed to do as, uh, as far as vacate goes. So no doom and gloom, the world won't end as always, um, but there's a lot in this and I again stress it's not law, it's proposed and that's why we have a consultation process. Realestateexcellence.com.au, under the industry updates tab, you'll see what you need to know. We'll go to the RTA website without going needing to go to mine. Members, you know we're an email away for any support and as always I'll keep you up to date the best I can as this all progresses. So realestateexcellence.com.au, industry updates, it's uh, for anyone, that's a public blog. 
Um, everything you need to know is there or of course the RTA website or your preferred advisor. Please, I just encourage you to make sure you have your say and you're across this as much as you can be. 29th of May, 5pm 2023 is the closing date and then we'll progress to the next stages and uh, we'll all learn together and it'll all be okay. This is Stacey Holt from Real Estate Excellence. Thank you for joining me and bye for now.